The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Jen, Gabe and Chewy. All right, where I come from, is that a false god? Ooh, astrology? Is astrology a certainly, false god? Certainly feels like a false god, because I'm team Jesus. Hey, I, got, I am team Jesus, right? I don't need astrology or anything like that. I got the first round pick of all first round picks. Okay. You guys can have all the other picks in the draft. As long as I have team Jesus, I feel great. Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. If you are a loyal listener to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, then you know how we feel about the ongoing drama, the soap opera that is everything that happens surrounding the Green Bay Packers so long as Aaron Rodgers is under center. It's what we like to call... Like sands through the hourglass... So are the green bays of our lives. I mean, it sounds like a soap opera storyline that one of your main characters would go to an astrologer and do a webinar. Like, that sounds like something that they would have on Days of Our Lives well, or Guiding you, Light. or. When you said, and do, I didn't think webinar was going to be the next word that followed since we were talking about soap operas. One other person... Chu, Ashton, Gabe, who has been on soap operas, is Stephen A. Smith. Did you know he has like a recurring role on General Hospital? Yes. You I did, did know that? I did know that, yeah. Do most sports fans know that, you think? He's pretty I f- I feel open at this about point, it. He talks about it. Yeah, he talks about it. I feel, especially with social media, I feel enough clips of him being on General Hospital have been repurposed and put out there that maybe they what don't know that it's General Hospital specifically, but they know he's been on a soap opera. He's just like a character. What, what is he? What does he play? Okay. Not a doctor or anything like that? I don't think he's a doctor. He a, he's General Hospital. Is Why he not? a loudmouth? Well, everybody's a doctor. Yeah, is I just a, assumed. He sure is, Chew. Is he a loudmouth? Wait, so what? It, on I'm, the show or just in general? On, on the show. No, You're saying the, the character. Is the character a loudmouth? I don't know. I've yes. never seen a single episode. Never seen a single uh, scene that he's been in. I have never seen a single episode of General Hospital. The clips I've seen, he seems more composed and stoic than he does on First Take. And we are good with words here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Look at him just coming up with two quick adjectives to describe Stephen A. Smith on General Hospital based on some clips he saw on Twitter. Anyway, yesterday Stephen A. Smith was talking about Aaron Rodgers. Shocking development. And he actually put a theory out there, guys, that I think you're going to want to hear. Take a listen. Aaron Rodgers, I couldn't understand, Molly. How in God's name could this man let the best wide receiver in football Walk out the damn door. Okay. How are you not fighting with Devontae Adams to stay? How are you not fighting with the Packers organization right, to right. keep him? How are you not making sure if you got to hit, kidnap him, handcuff him, you understand? I'm, damn it, do something to him to keep him in Lambeau Field. How the hell did you let this happen? And I have sat here holding Aaron Rodgers accountable for that. And then I listen to this, and I'm like, wait a minute. Devontae Adams goes out there for a year. 
There isn't anybody in football that would ever dream of picking Derek Carr ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr was approached in the last year of his deal before they could ultimately get rid of him. And then Aaron Rodgers can follow him to Vegas. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen because there has to be some capitulation on the part of the Green Bay Packers. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been talking like this, Michael Irvin, that tells me him and Devontae Adams had this in the works all along. Aaron Rodgers wants to be in Vegas. That's where he wants to be little concern that Stephen I, A. Smith needs to get to the hospital right now. The exact opposite of what I've seen. General <laughs> or otherwise. Chewie, your reaction to uh, Stephen A. Smith's theory that this was like in the works. This was like something that they strategized of Devontae leaving and going to Vegas and then Aaron Rodgers doing what he needed to do to get to the same squad. I disagree. I think it's more of there's no loyalty in sports anymore. You know? And I'm not talking between franchise and player it's like Devonte. where's your loyalty to Derek carr i mean you left here a year ago to go play with the guy raiders decide they're moving on where's the like hold on wait a minute i came out here because of my guy Derek carr and now you're shipping him to the curb and now he's off of Derek carr and back on to rogers it's just a different it's it's a, it's the sports arena i i really don't like anymore and when I'm all said and done here doing the show and we're all going our separate ways in 10 years, 20 years, 10 months, I don't know how much sports <laughs> I'll... Whoa! <laughs> End of the year, huh? I, I, I don't know say, how damn. much sports I'll watch. You know? What a I mean, I certainly that was, too. <laughs> well, I'm glad what, I just... went with the 10 years and then 20 years first. And yeah, then you, you threw in the 10 months. Yeah, he lied and then told the truth is what he did. He realized how ridiculous but the, but... 10 and 20 years sounded, so he had to change it. But the, but there's 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 no more loyalty, right? I think that's an interesting poll question. Is there no more, quote, no more loyalty in sports? Because I think you do make a good point. There was all this talk about guys campaigning for one other. You have seen Rodgers campaigning for some of his guys. The Cobbs, the Crosbys, the, um, forgetting, uh, Mercedes Lewis. Sure. Who else is on the five guys? Uh, so, well, burgers? they got burgers, they got fries, fries shakes. Uh, shakes. Oh, yeah. They always, yeah, the yeah but those guys, underrated. hold on, Jen, those guys, they have no voice. They have zero voice. But Rodgers is being like the voice Like if they went them, to the right? Packers and said, hey, if they, could you imagine Mercedes Lewis going up to Goody and saying, hey, if you get rid of Rodgers, then I'm going too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I That's understand wonderful. that. But like, Chu, let me ask you this. Hasn't that changed? Like these superstar players having a voice and being able to leverage their importance on a team for rosters say that wasn't something y'all dealt with that wasn't something that existed when you were playing was it was there ever a was there no. ever a thought in your mind of oh crap they're going to cut my buddy but if i go into the front office and say hey you can't cut him or i'm gone too did that even ever cross into your brain waves no cuz ron wolf would have laughed at you cuz it's his team now the guys that have a voice it's all about themselves they're all look at me's you know so if you're the best receiver or the best quarterback or the best DN, it's like, what's good for me here? You know, Rodgers has the power to say, well, he did. I don't think it would have worked this year to say, bring my five guys back. What's he going to say? Or I'm going to retire? 
I'd say go go flip and retire then. You know. So, Chu, when you were going through your contract negotiations, you've talked about this a couple of times, and eventually Andy came to you and said, what would it take to get it done? Let's just say Andy never did that. You actually hit the market as a free agent, and you're thinking about going elsewhere. What would Brett have done? Would Brett have talked to you like, come on, Chu, like we can figure this out. you got to stay in Green Bay. Like, What what would have Brett done Uh, had you actually hit the market and contemplated going elsewhere? Brett at that time? Yes. He probably would have. Later in his career, no. Brett turned into all about himself, you know? That's why me and Frank kind of, like, were pushed to the side as he hung out with Hollywood types and stuff like that. And me or Frank were like, eh, whatever. We'll, we'll so do our own thing. So, Chu, you said at the beginning of the show that you don't like how it seems like Rodgers is enjoying all of this flirting with this faux free agency. But we asked yesterday on the Jen Gabe and Chewy poll, if Rodgers isn't going to be back in Green Bay and he's not retiring, do you want him to reunite with Devontae? Would that be something you'd be for? And if it is, if it's something, or you feel like it's just an inevitability, what do they got to get for I, him? What do you want from Vegas in order to make that trade, to pull the trigger on that? I would want the two of them to play together and then have it be the biggest abject failure on the face of the earth. That's what I would hope for, okay? Because this organization gave this guy everything. He pouted like a little baby before the draft, gave him what he wanted, gave him the biggest contract in all the NFL, and now he's out there yucking it up, like enjoying this. And Jason's right. I mean, there are fans out there that this is what they live for, the Green Bay Packers, you know? And it's got to hurt them, right, when they see him during the rain delay goofing around like this and absolutely enjoy- – like, bro, what are you doing? We gave you everything, and now you're you're lifting up your leg and taking a leak on us? I mean, it just doesn't feel right, you know? I feel like maybe and there's part of mixed me a few like- metaphors up, up there. I thought he was talking about lifting up his skirt and showing some leg, but then he said lifting up his leg and peeing on the fans. Because don't you pee on something usually because it's territorial, trying to show your ownness? Yeah. That's why the dogs pee on the hydrants, right? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? There's a little bit of the mixing of the metaphors here. But also, don't pee in my leg and tell me it's raining. And Cheerios. That might be what he was also <laughs> trying to work Don't forget there. about the Cheerios. But this I, is like I, the horse like... and the water and the drinking. <laughs> but I'm like... It, uh, we should write so a if book he comes back Cheerios. this year... Hold on. If, they, if he comes back this year, they go 10-7, and seven, make it to the playoffs. Do we have to go through this crap again next year? <laughs> Damn right. Go I'm away. Just go away. Go away. So you I know, think, based on what I I'm respect seeing you to hell as a player. I respect you to hell. You are one of the best to ever play this game. But I, I couldn't hang out with you for thirty seconds. So I think the camps seconds, that I'm seeing of fan reaction to this latest episode of Green Bay's of Our Lives <clears throat> is this: there are fans who say. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's given all of these years to this franchise. He's been the greatest to ever do it. Give him whatever he wants. There are fans who say he's Aaron Rodgers. He's been the greatest ever. He's given all of these years to the Green Bay franchise. I'm okay with him going somewhere else. There are fans who say enough of this. Get out of here. I don't want to deal with your drama anymore. And then there are the others, which is kind of a smattering of kind of like when you watch uh, watch Family Feud and you got the big ones yeah. that are like 37 and 24 and 6 and 4 
and three and one. And I don't know if that adds up to 100, but I was just trying to get a little close there with the numbers. But that's the breakdown, I feel like. I feel like there are some overwhelming majorities of how people feel about this. And then there's a smatterings of kind of the other varieties. I think most people are okay with him moving on. Because they've been able to justify it in their head that either the franchise owes it to him to give him his happiness or they're done with the drama. They're ready to see what Jordan Love can do. Are you guys yeah, seeing um, that? Is yeah, that like- no, I think you're 100% right on that. I, and, and I kind of fall in the camp, I don't know if this is the other, where I would like to see him back. But at the same time, I get it if, they, if, if Gutekunst in the front office just decides, you know, we've had enough. Because eventually that's where they got with Brett. I see that a little more clearly than I did back in 2008 when he decided to force his way back and fly up for family night and just make an appearance and turn around and fly back down to Mississippi. But I kind of get it. If they've decided, hey, I've had enough of this, especially after what you said, Chu, I I guess I I never really thought of him, what, what he did on Saturday during that delay at Pebble Beach being something that would really bother the organization, but I can see that now. Like I didn't think about it that way, but you make a really good point of like, what the hell are you doing? What the, what's going on right the, now? You're supposed yeah, to be undecided is, about whether or not you're playing. Yeah, but the sad thing is he could have had it both ways. You know, he could have done this kind of a classier way to do this and still not tick people, you know? Yeah, 100%. It's 100%. like you said, Jen. It's like the guy that's married going into the bars and like, oh, look at, you know. It's just, come on. Well, I think it just depends on if I you just... think he's going to take that next step. You know, like, yeah, you could make the argument that in the relationship thing, and it just depends on what your arrangement is and agreement is with your spouse or significant other. But maybe there are people who are like, ah, who cares? It's just flirting. You just go to the bar. You know, you get your rocks off a little bit, ego stroked a little bit by flirting with the ladies out there. But do you take it that next step? Do you go home with somebody? That's, I think, where fans are right now. Like, there are people that it bothers that he is out there flirting with other teams, enjoying the faux free agency. There are people that it doesn't bother until the trigger is pulled and all of a sudden you go, whoa, 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 what? what? Now you're shacking up? Now you're shacking up with Devontae in Las Vegas? Right? That's when it becomes an issue. But I do think that the whole thing could have been avoided by, and this is what I said yesterday, Chu, if he just says something like, I've always said I want to end my career in Green Bay. That is still how I feel. I know that the team will have a say in it. I'm still working through whether or not I want to play or not. But it does feel nice to hear all these fans of other teams wanting me to go to their place. Boom and done. I don't think people are getting feisty about it. I don't think people are getting upset about it. I don't think people feel jaded or like, you know, that this guy who's supposed to be your quarterback is out there flirting with every other person. I don't think that. No, you're you're under contract. We just made you the highest paid player a year ago. So we kind of thought we were done with this crap. Right? So Gabe said, that's on you. Gabe said, that's this guy. That's the way he's wired. He's, that's what you've sh- had he's shown you. He's, he's, he's made it perfectly well, then he's clear. he's a douche. Well, I mean, he's, again. Yeah, that's fine. Chewy that's was fine. right. You know. Holy <laughs> Chewy was right. You know? I just don't get he had the playbook on how to, to, to retire or move on or do whatever gracefully, and he just – he's worse than Favre. I don't care what anyone says. I would take Favre all day long in his drama over this crap. 800-990-3776. J-Love in the 414 weighing in on our ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line saying, all of this stuff shows Roger's lack of respect for LaFleur. LaFleur doesn't deserve respect because he's weak. Like parents that don't discipline their kid, it's no surprise when the kid takes advantage of the parents. <laughs> I took a turn. Well, but also, taking strays, just, I feel just like. Chew on, 
Just chew on this, guys, a little bit. Favre never wanted to leave. He wanted to be loved. He wanted to be loved. That's why he retired and come back. No, Brett, come on, we love you. Okay, I'll come back. I'm going to retire. No, Brett, we love you. This guy's been shopping for teams for how long? That's the one thing about Brett. He always wanted to be a Packer. I don't believe this guy at all that he always that he wants to retire a Packer. Did Chewy just create a new segment? Well, Chew on this. We. He's not going to say it ever again. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, here, here's the thing. That real quickly because we have to get to break. Did he create something that we've probably thought of before? Yes. Uh, will he ever do it again? No. There. Don't take credit. No one's taking credit. Chew on it, this. Wrong. Chew on this. Go ahead and chew on this. That's the intro. We'll have someone else do the music. Nope. That's the intro from now and forever if we ever do that again. Which we won't. Ashley liked it. It's back. Your chance at the best seats in the house to catch the bucks on the hardwood. And unless you're actually in the huddle on the bench, you're not going to find yourself any closer to the action. From now through February 12th, register at ESPNWisconsinContests.com for Good Karma Brands founder and CEO Craig Karmazin's courtside buck seats. If you follow Pratik Patel on Twitter, he was at the Bucks games hitting courtside. You gotta see what it looks like from that vantage point of Giannis shooting free throws. It looks awesome. But there is a catch to this. The winner gets to choose between sitting with Craig on March 1st as the Bucks take on a young magic team, or you can bring a guest with you on February 24th and watch the Bucks against the Heat without Craig. It's with or without Craig, sponsored by the Milwaukee Bucks and Gruber Law Offices. Full contest rules and details are online at ESPNWisconsinContests.com. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. <laughs> tuna. Dating app. It's tuna. <laughs> I love tuna. <laughs> I had some last night. How do you eat your tuna? <laughs> Can we for once grow up on this show? On 94.5 ESPN. Josh Hart flipping over left side, stripped, stolen away. Giannis got in the passing lane. He's going to drive. Little Euro step high, flip off the glass to himself. He ends up dunking it with two hands. 4 nothing Bucks early. Continuing to celebrate our guy Gabe Neitzel, who was on the call last night for the Bucks portland game. Late game, didn't get home until, what would you say, what time did your head hit the old pillow last night? Oh, probably right around midnight. West Coast game, 9 p.m. tip. It's like... Five whole hours after Chewy went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shame. It's it's one of those funny because it's true jokes. I'm a certain partner. Uh, We have continued talking about the green bays of our lives here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And there was another little tidbit that came out yesterday from a former quarterback. Chewy, you like Trent Dilfer? You a fan of his? I love uh, one of the greatest, greatest guys I have always with. loved listening to his insight on quarterbacking and the NFL. It just seems like he's always very plugged in. He gives it very straight, direct, easy to easy to understand, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. when guys talk football, it can get a little like in the weeds, like uh, uh, inside baseball, but inside football. And it's like, okay, I, I tuned you out when you started talking about all that stuff. But Trent Dilfer, I always found to be very interesting, very informative. So yesterday he was on, um, apparently this is the 30 for 30 that's coming out. There's a new 30 for 30 out. I believe right now it's only on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, it's called The Bullies of Baltimore. I don't, I haven't watched it, so I don't know if it's only about the I, 2000 I watched team. it on the plane. Okay. I watched it on the plane Great. Uh, here, and I'm sitting there saying, why does this team deserve a 30 for 30? I mean, how many Super Bowl teams are there? Well, I mean, 56. What are we on? 
56. How many? 57, 57 is coming up on Sunday, so there have been 56 right, Super Bowls previous. in the middle 40s to the back end of 40s. Oh, God. And I'm sitting gonna, there going. Is he going to rank at some point? Not today. Not today. But is he at some point going to rank all 57 Super Bowl winning teams? I believe someone already did, right, Gabe? Well, somebody ranked, yes, the best teams of all time in the ahead of the NFL's 100th season where you guys came in at number nine. Yeah. I, I was blown away that they have a th- – I'm like, are you kidding me? This team? S- sorry, Trent, but you guys' offense was horrible. <laughs> I don't know. It was bad. Uh, I, I didn't know that there was a 30 for 30. Maybe this is me just not being plugged into the whole, whole ESPN world right now, but I didn't know there was a 30 for 30 on the bullies of Baltimore and that team. But here's something that Trent Dilfer said on the show that is raising a lot of eyebrows. Take a listen. The modern day game does not impress me. It's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback and when you can't reroute receivers and when you can't hit guys across the middle. I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love these guys. It's not impressive. What's impressive is what they did. Amen. Oh, come on. Amen. 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 I couldn't imagine going over the middle today knowing that you're not going to get hit above the shoulders. Jeez, I'm crow. Right, he couldn't have said it better. Thank you. Old guy, get off my lawn. Old guy can kick the sugar out of most guys. Got him. He said he's going to huh? get you today, Ashton. I, honestly, I, I honestly thought he was going to say it, and I would have been like, all right, that's fine. He said it. I still got to dump it, though. But I'm thank you. Amen. Thank you. So I, I guess my question to you, too, is what is the biggest difference? Because we all see, obviously, the rules that are catering to quarterbacks, that are catering to the passing game. So, but but – Clearly, when we watch quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, when we watch some of the greats in the game, we know that there's a high level of skill involved. I just don't think you can diminish what those guys are doing based on the fact that it's different than what they did when yeah, he was can. playing. No, here's, here's, like, this to me is the old NBA can. argument when you, you hear can. about guys in the 90s be like, players today couldn't couldn't hang with us, they couldn't bang around, they couldn't handle the physicality of the game back in the 90s. So the game evolves, the game changes. That's not the player's fault. Uh, the game evolved and got extremely soft. Sure. Okay. Sure. Got extremely soft. Sure. But here's I, to the point where it's like we laugh. And I know. Hold on, Gabe. I know the guys in the '60s said the same thing about us. But the, the '60s, they were just dumb. Well, we were dumb too. Not <laughs> as dumb as them. Different kind of dumb. You know. But now it's just the athlete is so nauseating. It. It's just. That's what makes Brett's record that much more impressive. That there were no rules. You get hit. Now you can't you can't hit a quarterback below the knees. You can't hit him. You can't hit him in the head. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's... I'm not going it, to... And, and believe me, it's all for the better. Okay? It's all for the better. But holy... I, I'm, I'm not going to debate that with you, too, because that makes sense to me. However, what I will push back on with Trent Dilfer, what year did Trent Dilfer and the Bullies of Baltimore win the Super Bowl? 2000. Um, 2000, I think. What team won the next year? 2001 Super Bowl. Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady in the New England. He won the Super Bowl after you. What are we doing? He played in the same era as, as Trent Dilfer, and you're not impressed with Tom Brady? Get out of here. Uh, I can't I believe I'm defending Tom Brady. 
Because when did it change? It probably changed in 08, 09. So it started changing. It, you know where it changed, Gabe? It changed Brady. right after he blew his knee out yes. in Kansas City. That's when it started. And then the rules change, and then you can't hit him. It was getting softer and softer and softer, but. I blame Brady. I, I don't we know what analogy I'm looking for where I got several concussions, stayed in games, practiced the next day, and it was funny. Right? Oh, yeah. No, it was funny. Jason talks but about now, this sometimes. But then it got to a point where it wasn't funny anymore. Yeah, like when Beeps got knocked out and he was snoring on the field. Yeah, but again, yeah. again, we know so much more now than we did. It's that old phrase that's like, when you know better, do better. And when you have the data coming in and you know that I, there was something that came out just the other day. I'm not going to be able to r- rattle off the numbers because I don't remember them specifically. But it was extraordinarily high number of concussions over the last, I believe it was last year, this past season or the previous season in the NFL. It was something, again, where these numbers were like tipping the scales, if you will. And since we know that there are long-term effects from those types of hits, I have no issue with the game changing those rules in order to protect no, but, the livelihood of guys like you two. But then you can't ask me, are these guys as tough as you? Because the simple question is, give me a break. But, the, but I don't think that was the question. I think the question, like being saying you're not impressed with Brady or Rodgers – because what they're playing in the era that they're playing, and I think is unfair to those guys. Like I don't think anybody's saying, "Oh, Rogers well, is Brady tougher was than there Brett. at the beginning." No, Brady was there. If you, uh, go look at the rules for quarterbacks in 1998. Oh, they and didn't then exist. Look at them ten years later. Yeah, they didn't exist. You know, my biggest fear was like, okay, and you had to condition yourself in your head. All right, I'm going to get killed here, and this is while the ball's in the air. I'm going to get killed, but if I drop the ball, I'm going to get booed and I'm going to look like an idiot. So I think there are two things that now that I think about it, Chew, that I really think about probably change this. A, the Brady injury, because then you couldn't go low on quarterbacks anymore. And B, what they call bounty gate, when Brett got the crap kicked out of him by the New Orleans Saints. When the Saints just decided in that NFC Championship game that they were going to come after him with all reckless abandon and they just didn't care if they drew a flag, drew a penalty, they were going to try to injure Brett. And that probably started turning the tide with some of the rules towards quarterbacks as but well. But it does affect the game, Jen, because you could be a lot more aggressive as a defensive player. I mean, shh, I almost said it again. Ten, yards down, the, ten, ten yards down the field, they'd knock the crap out of me. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, and it didn't hurt, but it just disrupted your play. Now you can't even touch these guys. It's like seven on seven. Again, that you goes know, back to, for me, just, that goes back to the investment. To me, it goes back to you're paying these guys all sure. of the money, right? And we have talked about the percentages of certain quarterbacks and how much money they are making uh, in reference to the rest of the roster. Man, I don't want that guy taking hits. I understand why the league has gone that way. And Dilfer should as sure. well, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I, I don't think Dil, nobody ever considers Dilfer to be one of the best to ever play the position, right? Let me tell you this. It dep- it's, it's all about the messenger for me on this one as well. If you got Steve Young out there talking about it, I'd give it a little more credence. You're, like, just, again, Dilfer was considered a game manager. He was. Yes. That defense is what carried that team. So, again, it's it, to me, it's a little like consider the source. This does scream to me, old man shouts at Cloud. He's a coach now. What is he telling his quarterback after he completes a pass at UAB this fall? You know what? Wasn't impressive. 
You got a clean pocket. You made the yeah, throw. Yeah, but they didn't have coaches. Coaches back in the day where I had a serious upper ankle sprain and Andy Reid and Holmgren walking by me. You going to play this week in your ferry? You know? I oh just, yeah. I just you don't think th- they I, do. Th- you I, think they do that anymore? No. I just don't think we have to do the thing where what we went through was so much worse. Therefore, you should either have to go through it as well or I'm automatically tougher, more grizzled, better than you. You know what I mean? We are. We are. (laughs) If you're going to call, if you're going to compare this generation's of players to when I played, yeah, that's a fair assessment. I'm tough. God, I would love to. I would love our Super Bowl third. What number was it? 31. Which one? The, the one you won was 31. Now, was I would love our aid? Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, I would love. I just, oh, gosh. Remember, folks, concussions are heaven. real. <laughs> yeah. He just Super said, Bowl just 31. <laughs> Super Bowl 31 against Super Bowl, what is it, 65? Yes. Again, 57. Again. 65. I would again. laugh. I would laugh. 65. I would laugh. Oh, my God. I'd be punching in the nuts and all the stuff we used to do. Well, of course, we couldn't have all the cameras that we have today that we didn't have back in the day because that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> to right? you, on your punching nuts. Wait, wait, sir, you're setting all the rules? Everything gets to go in your favor? <laughs> I win. That's like back in the day when I ran track and I was like, you know what would be really cool is if just my lane on the track was one of those things you have at the airport. You oh, know, the the, yeah. from gate to gate. <laughs> just my lane, though. Everyone else has to run, but I get the... What is it, like a belt? It's like a conveyor belt sort of thing. Anyway, Superb Owl Squares is back for another year on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, and this is your cue to call. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Call us now to play Superb Owl Squares on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Look, you take Jesus in the presence out, and it's not even in the top ten. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you take sex out of the anniversary, then that's not that fun either. On 94.5 ESPN. It doesn't matter what age you are. Low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Mentality. Local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. The reason why Kevin, who's the founder and CEO of Mentality, started this company is because he was dealing with low testosterone, but he just didn't know it, searching for answers. He was tired, groggy, just didn't feel like himself, didn't have that energy to get through the day. Turns out it was low testosterone. Now Mentality can help you if maybe you're suffering from some of those same symptoms. It's simple. You go to Mentality and their clinic here in Milwaukee, get a blood panel done week later, they get you your results. If your testosterone levels are low, they work with you on a customized testosterone plan to get those testosterone levels back to where they should be. So you can feel like yourself. So you can have that energy to get through your day. Go to LowTUSA.com. Mentality loves treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mentality and their low testosterone treatments at LowTUSA.com. 800-990-3776. That is the phone number to play Superb Owl Squares this morning on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You know how it goes. Very simple rules. You call in. First answer a trivia question correctly is assigned a random square on our squares board for Sunday's big game. Our first contestant on Superb Owl Squares this hour is Chef Ed. Chef Ed, you tried to get on with us yesterday. We couldn't hear you. I guess you got disconnected, huh? Yeah, I was. I heard the previous caller get the question wrong, and then it came to me, and then all of a sudden nothing happened. I was yelling into the phone, but I guess it didn't work out right. But, but I'm here now. I'm ready to go. We are happy to have you this morning. All right, here is your question for Superb Owl Squares. 
What is the last team to lead the NFL in scoring offense and win the Super Bowl in the same season? The Chiefs could do that this year, Chef Ed. The Chiefs could win the Super Bowl while also leading the league in scoring offense. What was the last team to do that? I'll say the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers is not correct. Chef Ed, keep calling back this week, pal. We appreciate you. Chewy, you got a guess on this one? Tampa Bay? Incorrect. The 2009 Saints were the last team to lead the oh, NFL in really? scoring offense wow. and win the Super Bowl in the same season. Let's go out to our next caller on hold. That'd be Mike and Franklin. Mike, you're on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? Yes. Yes, I am. What is the only franchise to win three Super Bowls as an underdog? What is the only franchise to win three Super Bowls as an underdog? A couple of clues there in that question. Dallas Cowboys? Dallas Cowboys is not correct. Pittsburgh Steelers is not correct. Really? The New York Giants. In 1990, they were an underdog versus the Bills. In 2007, they were an underdog versus the Patriots. And in 2011, they were an underdog versus the Patriots again. All right. You're cold. You've gone cold, Chew. I know. Let's go out to Bob in Tosa. Remember, 800-990-3776. That is the number to call. Bob is going to try to get this one right, though. Bob, your question this morning for Superb Owl Squares is this. Andy Reid lost 16 career playoff games. Who is the only coach with more playoff losses? The only coach with more playoff losses than Andy Reid. (sighs) (laughs) That's a lot. Need an answer. Um, Three. Got nothing. (laughs) <laughs> Marty Schottenheimer. No, not Marty Schottenheimer. Think so, old guys. So he's tied with Tom Landry with 16, but Don Shula has the most playoff uh. losses in NFL history. Andy Reid could tie him, obviously, if he loses the Super Bowl on Sunday. All right, who's next up on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy in our superb Owl Squares? It looks like Travis and Tosa. Travis and Tosa, you're on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play superb Owl Squares? Let's do that. Okay. What are the only teams to meet three times head-to-head in the Super Bowl? The only teams to meet three times head-to-head in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say the Cowboys and the Steelers. The Cowboys hey! and the Steelers is correct. Yeah. That is correct, Travis. You remember the years by Woo. chance, Travis? I got them here on the sheet in front of me. 76. How about uh, 1976, 1995, and I don't know, 2007. Those are probably not the right years. <laughs> well, very close, no. actually. Doesn't matter. I'm not sure if Hembo, who gave us the answers here, was talking about the season or the year of season. the Super Bowl. I assume it's the these, year. Are, these are the seasons. So 75 season, 78 season, and the 95 season. Congratulations to you, Travis and Tosa. You have been entered, and you will be assigned random squares on our squares board for Sunday's big game. Congratulations. And, of course, the winner gets an ESPN Milwaukee prize pack plus a bigger thing that we are working on that will be revealed later this week. Do you guys know that it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow? Thanks, you. I didn't put them together. Hambo did. Five years old. 
Layla will be five Ooh. years old tomorrow. It's going by so fast. You know what's tricky for little kids, if I'm being honest? When you have the birthday party separate from the birthday. Sure, but you got to do it on a weekend. Right. You know, you know if you want to bring pals. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, the Santa. birthday party separate from the birthday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Work mean through not it. on the same day? Work through it. Why is that hard? Well, because she's five. <laughs> Four still today. So she doesn't understand that when we're having her birthday party, it's not on her birthday. So she thought that her birthday was on uh, Saturday. You know, kids, they don't have a, like a concept of time. Like they, have, they go to sleep, they wake up. They go to sleep, they wake up. Like, but she's still working on her days. She asks me every morning, Mommy, is it the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, for her it is. <laughs> no, she goes to school, man. So, so at age five in 2023, how many kids will be attending the birthday party? Oh, we only had five kids at the birthday party. I'm not. I'm not insane. Oh, that's it. I'm not nuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't, okay. Gabe. God, the face he just gave me. Same, we're on the same wave, wavelength on that one. <laughs> um, but her birthday is anything. her birthday is tomorrow. So again, we had the party on Sunday, and that was you. Happy birthday, da 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 da. And then we're also going to do the happy birthday. Da, da, da. That's very confusing for a five year old. You know, but also mm-hmm. joyous for a five year old. You get to be the center of attention twice. That's what they crave. That's what they go for. There, she's my daughter. Uh, she's uh, the center of attention every damn day, Gabe. Honestly, like that's what happens when you have kids. It all revolves around them. Can't right, be you? the center of attention. You got three. It's true. Oh, yeah, you can. There's a middle there. More important to girls or boys? Girls, much more girls, right? Yeah, but there's plenty of women out there who don't like celebrating their birthday because they don't like they do getting older. Ah, they oh, say I'm sorry. That. Okay, hold on, hold on. Them. I think that this, we are splitting the finest of hairs here. I think the difference is they don't like saying their age, which is tied in with yes. the birthday. They like celebrating the birthday. They like the presence of the birthday, and they like being the center of attention. Sure, they just don't like having to articulate what year they were born. You know, of course, you can do that with me because I'm not good at math, so I wouldn't be able to tell you <laughs> even if you didn't tell me the year you were born. Yeah, <laughs> I got a ballpark, but I'm not. Exactly. Just in relation to what year you were born, and then figure it out from there. Exactly. Yeah, Ashton would forget it anyways. Right, Ashy? Oh! Wait, January 14th. I got it. Yeah. I just wrote it down wrong. Now I got it. I'll never forget now. February 22nd. Yeah. Nah, let's see. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm out that day. I think it's happened? a weekend, by the way, so it really doesn't matter. Are you allergic to your birthday? Is no, that what just happened? It's not going to be a just, weekend. It's literally two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> It's, gonna, nah. it's on a Wednesday. My weekends could, usually start on Wednesday. Couldn't be any more the middle of the week. <laughs> but he doesn't understand nah, middle. Like me, it's the true. middle child. He's the middle of six. <laughs> Why go to Great Midwest Bank, guys? Because they recognize that every single customer is an individual with unique needs, and they will go the extra mile for you. Take it from Marianne Shale, a loan officer and vice president at the Greendale branch. She has worked with Great Midwest Bank for more than 25 years. And listen. When someone works for a company for more than two decades, it means they believe in what they're putting out there. They want to be a part of something that is being handled well. They want to be a part of a good organization. And that's why you should as well. Marianne says, what I love best about working with Great Midwest Bank is the customer service that we provide to our customers. I can with confidence tell my new borrowers that we will take care of their accounts and we always deliver the same kind of customer care. It's the same kind of care, the same level of care, but it is specialized to your individual needs because Great Midwest Bank is simply local, simply stress-free banking. That is Great Midwest Bank. 
So if you are interested in starting on your home loan, I can't recommend Great Midwest Bank enough. For more information, just go to their website. It is very simple. It's greatmidwestbank.com. Greatmidwestbank.com. They're your and my simply local equal housing lender. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Getting choked up over it. So, uh, hold on. Give me a moment. On 94.5 ESPN. Jed Gabe and Chewy on ESPN Milwaukee. Wow, they were just talking about Aaron Rodgers' astrology chart on GetUp. And if you had that on your bingo card, you're cheating. <laughs> nobody had that on their bingo card. <laughs> I mean, after yesterday. What was Did yesterday? Did he teach the class? He was uh, an expert witness, I believe. <laughs> it's expert not a trial. <laughs> He's up there with his red laser pointer. Uh, Here's where the car ran the red light. Um, it's all very interesting, but I do wish Ooh, that he would that just... Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Do we determine? Bad. Okay. Not good. Good. Then I use the right word. Um, uh, I just wish it would go away. I wish that like he would like... Stop because again, is he going to go on McAfee today? Do we have a McAfee appearance to look forward to today? He's going to wax poetically the more and tell us more philosophical wonders like normal is a setting on the dryer. Last week he did say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to be here," but I don't look. I don't have a problem with him doing the astrology thing. Like if he wants to do that, if that's what makes him happy, trying to teach that to other people, like that's on us for then diving in and consuming it. So he's he's not allowed to be able to teach or, or co-teach that class if somebody asks him to because he's in the middle of trying to decide if he wants to play or not. Is he not allowed to have hobbies? Certainly, but I think people want an answer. Sure. People want to know what he's planning on doing because it does feel like he is. And again, I think the point was made very clearly by Jason Wildey earlier this morning. He's still under contract with this team. Like, theoretically, they should be able to be moving forward, planning for 2023 and beyond. And I'm sure that they are in some way. But, like, again, you're forcing your GM and company to now have two plans. Not just one plan that they can perfect and execute, but two plans just in case he decides he doesn't want to play anymore, which, again, I think we all think is a bunch of poppycock. Yeah, but I I think he's allowed to get some time. Every other quarterback before him has been allowed when they've gotten to this point in their career to reflect and decide if they want to come back. Happened with Ben Roethlisberger. Happened with Tom Brady. Happened. Tom Brady actually retired last year. Happened with, um, uh, sorry, Brett, Ben... Every year. Yeah, but we, we're into it now oh because God. it's here. You don't consume all the other ones because you're not in New Orleans when Breeze did it. You weren't out in Pittsburgh when Roethlisberger was doing it. Like You, you consume it because you're here. An NFL season without quarterbacks just to see how it goes. <laughs> we just watched an NFC Championship game like that, pal, and it was not I entertaining. Would be in favor. It was bad. Well, that's because one team had a quarterback and the other didn't have a quarterback. I think he's saying that you have to level the playing field and nobody has a quarterback. That, okay, so what, we're going to watch 1930s gets. football? He wants robots. Oh, here comes the football gets. pass. Oh, I was so hoping you would call a 1930s <laughs> football game for us right there. Ah, oh, he's free. Down the sideline. There he goes. 
Everyone gets the same robotic quarterback. So we don't have to deal with them anymore. Oh, that, and you like don't that, have to deal with the salary. Like that robotic um, quarterback that the, the Packers were showing off during the preseason where they're like, oh, Kirk Cousins throws it at 17 degrees with this much anticipation. I had forgotten and they about can, that. And they can just plug it into the machine. So yeah, the machine plays quarterback. Here's the thing about robots, Chewie, and I think you'll understand after I explain this. They can turn on humans, and they have in many movies, and that's what Gabe is also afraid of when it comes to robots, and I think everybody should be at least aware of that. As much as I love robots and the idea of them, it's going to turn at some point. I'm just going to... Overthrow a pass and then throw a fit. Ashton, that makes it even better. The left tackle misses his block. The robot goes up there and gives him a 9-volt battery or 12-volt battery (laughs) to the butt. (laughs) I think that makes the game even better. Right? It's hard for me to argue that. I mean, The running back fumbles. Mr. Robot goes up and kicks him right in the jimmy and then walks off. I wish I someone could see what he was here. just doing. He just did the robot in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> On the Zoom. 800-990-3776. Unnamed in the 608 saying, spoiler alert, normal is a setting on the dryer is a quote from the movie Suicide Squad said by Harley Quinn. This guy's not original in any way, shape, or form. Ooh. I don't know that I thought that that was an original thought by Aaron Rodgers, an original AR, um, but it is funny to me that it came from Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. <laughs> is Gabe he... morphing back to a toad? No, Gabe, you're no. kind of like pro well, Rodgers no. today. Like, well, I'm, I'm just oh, saying, know, like, I love him. If, if we give everybody else the uh, the the opportunity to debate whether or not they want to retire, then Rodgers has afforded that as well. Like, I, I just every year, yeah. Brett did it from no. 2004 through 2011 when he finally did retire. Or 2010, yeah, but excuse Brett's me. Brett's not going to say he's smart. Okay, Aaron's going to say he's smart. Brett's a gunga head. Sure, but he still did it. So it doesn't matter if you're smart or dumb. You get that same opportunity to contemplate your future. I don't think you have to make that decision immediately in the aftermath of an 8-9 and nine season. I guess the argument could be made, and I'm not necessarily making this argument, but it could be made that like the time you're spending doing these other things, you could be deciding while also not talking. It's the talking game that is driving people crazy. I, under- it's the, I understand that you have hobbies and you want to play golf, and obviously you're very good at golf, especially when given a handicap of 10 when you really have a handicap of 4, but I digress. And you're into astrology, so you had this opportunity to do a webinar, and that's really cool too, and great, great, good for you that you have other things other than football that get, your, get you going. But stop talking. Stop throwing yes. these things out there. Thank stop you. torturing the well, fan base. Stop acting like... Gabe. So, yes. No, I'm saying that's a fair criticism. Like, what he did during the rain delay at Pebble Beach, yes, you can be annoyed at. But him going on an astrology seminar, I guess, for lack of a better no, term. No, 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 like, no, no, no. How is he if not he allowed apo- to do that? If he retires, I will apologize to him for being so critical. But there isn't a person in this world that thinks he's going to retire. So what the hell are you talking about it for? To get his guns off. Ooh. He's got two of them? Gross. That explains a lot, actually. <laughs> that explains a lot. Too much burden to bear. All right, everybody. Go out there and be curious, not judgmental, like we tried to do this morning about astrology. Will Dean Tausch is next on ESPN Milwaukee. We'll see ya.